And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Aldlin. Well, first up on today's show, we're going to go back to the Farm Progress show from the end of August. I had a conversation talking about some new hay equipment with Massey Ferguson. Matt LaCroix joined me on the grounds during the show to talk about some of their new products. Here is that interview. Jesse Allen here at Farm Progress Show. Joining us now, we are at the Agco Massey Ferguson lot, and we're joined by Matt LaCroix with Agco. Matt, good to catch up with you, sir. How are you? Spectacular. Thank you for coming out. We've got a beautiful day here. We do have a fantastic and beautiful day here for day one of Farm Progress Show. Matt, a lot of exciting new hay products from the Agco Massey Ferguson family. We're standing by the new windrower. Let's talk about this first. And just, uh, I mean, an impressive machine that I know you guys have unveiled here at Farm Progress Show. Tell us uh, some of the uh, exciting stuff with this uh, this new unit. Okay, yeah. So everything we do with Heston by Massey Ferguson and Massey Ferguson Hay Equipment is all about being straightforward and dependable, ease of use, easy to work on, easy to maintain. And we ha- don't have a lot of... Uh, uh, technology that's not easy to use so for instance when you get in and set your guidance it's you hit the go button really you drop 33 feet and you've got your if you're doing an a b line that kind of easy stuff right so the new things on this wind rower is obviously you've got the new shielding the new model numbers uh in the past uh, we are large squares and our wind rowers the uh size or horsepower was not easy to determine because the uh the largest one was a 9980 and that was 265 horsepower we fixed that now, so we call it the WR series, and the horsepower is in the model number. So it's the WR265, WR235, and a WR197. The two larger ones, they run a six-cylinder engine, and the smaller one's a 4.9-liter turbo four-cylinder, but now we've got the horsepower in there, you know what you're looking at. We've got the new shielding, and the shielding is very uh, good to look at, but it's also functional. So it brings a lot more air in from the sides uh, of the machine, and we've got a lot more air flow uh the rear screen has been changed as well to help our uh, vehicle system it's hydraulically driven the fan it automatically reverses every 15 minutes and also every time you cut the header off so that rear screen there's no maintenance for that you don't have to go in there with your you know your air and blow it off after every day it automatically does it for you so it should be as clean you know from day 100 as it was day one when you got it right so additionally we just changed some of our drives from open center to closed center so you're losing some of that parasitic loss that we had so it's going to make it more efficient and there's two ways of efficiency that can come about that depending on how you're using the equipment so if you're in a a heavy crop you've got some hills or something it's going to give you some more efficiencies in horsepower more usable horsepower if you're just uh, loading roading the unit or you're not in real heavy crops it's going to give you fuel economy efficiencies there so uh, depending on how that thing that's being used but of course this machine here we've got out here is a 235 model it's got the four post air ride cap suspension we also have a coil over shock four post cap suspension option as well but it's also got the double conditioner header on this one the twin max so you get a the fastest dry down possible <laughs> well a lot of awesome stuff with this machine i believe as well a new baler here at the farm progress show can you talk about that a little bit yeah, yeah. so we have updated our large series large square series of balers and last year you would have known them as a 2200 series now we call them the lb series they still have 2200 in the model number but the old model numbers were 2250 2270 2290 and that means nothing to anybody right in north america so now we've got the model the size of the baler in the model number so a 2233 is a three by three a 2234 is a three by four 
And also we have the 2234XD and the 2244, which is gonna be a four by four large square. So that's one of the things we've changed. We've got new decal packages and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, as well, we've updated the pickup. So we went from a four bar pickup to a five bar. So you take a little smaller bites when you're going through. We already did a really good job of cleaning up the windrows, but now uh, it's even an even better job on that as well. We have changed the metal bands on your pickup. So if you hit run a rock through there and you vent those metal bands, it's not easy to replace them or, or try to beat it back out. So we went to poly bands on there. Mm -hmm. Additionally, we've changed the, the running gear underneath, so your axles and everything. We've got some new, op new option there on the tandem axles. And what we've done is we've narrowed up the, the, the undercarriage on it so you can have wider uh, tandem axles. So that was one of the things is, uh, you know, people like the tandem axles, but they weren't wide enough tires uh, for agronomy reasons, for roading, for bouncing through bumpy fields and that kind of stuff. So we've got some new nice tire options for the customers out there. Fantastic. Well, Matt, I'm sure if producers want to learn more about all these new products and all the other great stuff you guys have with in the Agco umbrella, the Massey Ferguson brands and more, I'm sure contacting their local dealer or their local representative going online, probably all great ways to learn more, isn't it? Yeah. MasseyFerguson.com or please see your local Massey Ferguson dealer. They'll take care of you. Fantastic. Matt LaCroix, appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here at Farm Progress Show and enjoy the rest of your time. Thanks, Jesse. Appreciate it. And again, that is Matt LaCroix of Massey Ferguson. While alfalfa can help corn growers, according to Randy Welch of Winfield United, corn-on-corn -corn planting practices deplete nitrogen, but considering alfalfa, especially in dairy country, can help. The value of that alfalfa is huge, and it produces probably somewhere between 120, maybe 140 units of nitrogen per rotation. Granted, the alfalfa has to be there for three years to get that credit, but you would have the chance to raise that 120 to 140 units of nitrogen, which would supply most of the nitrogen needed for our corn production the following year. And certainly if you're in a livestock farm where you put a, a dose of manure on there, you've got all the nitrogen that that corn crop needs to produce a beautiful crop of corn, either for corn grain or for corn silage. Welch says you can get nitrogen from alfalfa not just the following year, but the year after that. You actually produce some of that alfalfa, that nitrogen comes out of that alfalfa even a year year later. So, so two years later, you're still pulling out, pulling out somewhere between 30 to maybe 50 units of nitrogen even the following year. So the value of this alfalfa to a corn crop is, is huge. So if you're really raising any other gra grass crop, wheat would be included in this, this comment as well. But you're, you've got a lot of nitrogen that's being produced by that alfalfa crop that's really a salvage value that no one really talks about. And Welch says crop rotation and using alfalfa can break the cycle of corn rootworm. Crop rotation is very important to crop management because if we can break that insect cycle or that disease cycle, then we have you know a healthier crop and a better outcome for that crop. We have a lot of very, very high rootworm populations in our corn this year, and that means that we're going to have more risk of rootworm lodging next year, or we have to plan for systems, both uh, plant genetics and also insecticides, to control that rootworm population. Now, one of the ways you can control rootworms is to rotate to another crop. In the case of alfalfa, rootworms will not be hosted in alfalfa, so it's a great way to control rootworms is to rotate to alfalfa. Again, that's Randy Welch of Winfield United. And also, fuel prices fell again last week. It's the 14th consecutive week of declines. The nation's average gas price declined 3.9 cents from a week ago to 3.64 a gallon, while the average diesel price declined 7 cents last week and now stands at 4.93 per gallon. Gas Buddy's Patrick DeHaan, though, says that with some issues arising in Plains and Great Lakes states, as a transition to winter gasoline begins, he thinks we have the best potential to see the weekly trend of falling prices snapped here this upcoming week. 
This has been American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.